here's the thing. We're a team of thieves. And when you do this, you're bound to make enemies. Sometimes those enemies come looking for revenge. Truth be told, we helped the wrong person steal the wrong thing. We didn't mean to unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known. But we're gonna fix it. So how do we pull that off? Uh... Figure it out over a drink? Probably best. You need to so give us a fighting chance. We're gonna need strength. You got this, right? I know you don't. We also need courage, magic, and you. What is that again? It's an owl there. Let's go. Be warned. There is evil here. I'm glad he's on our side. This one's dangerous. But whatever happens... We'll be ready. exactly that you bring to this? I'm a planner. I make plans. You've already made the plan, so... If the existing plan fails, I make a new plan. So you make plans that fail? No. He also plays the loot. Not relevant. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. I'm Larry, and today we are reviewing Dungeons and Dragons. Honor among thieves and joining me to review this latest fantasy epic i am joined by fellow cinemaniac ms josie hi josie hello happy to be here and discuss chris pine's very intense blue eyes yes so are the are the films posing today miss josie definitely posing Perfect. Well, then, we are also joined by a fellow Cinemania World member and actual Dungeons and Dragons player, Mr. Pat Guy. Hi, hey, Pat. How's it going? It's going all right. I'm how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting over a cold and just watched this movie this morning with my D&D party. So very excited to talk about it. Well, that sounds like the perfect way to kick off a Sunday then. Well, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves, follows a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers as they embark on an epic quest to retrieve a long-lost relic. But their charming adventures goes dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong person. The film is directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein and stars the likes of Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, 
Sophia Lillis, uh, Roger Jean Page, and Hugh Grant. So this is also the second quote-unquote major uh, attempt at adapting a Dungeons and Dragons film. Have either of you seen the 2000 yes. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> film? Oh, Pat, it's, you it's have. A, it's a movie. It's definitely a movie. <laughs> I, won't, I, I wouldn't call it a good movie, it. but it's got a Jeremy Irons okay. in a wonderful villainous role, and that's about Ooh. the best part of the movie. <laughs> You said you haven't, Josie? No, I found out about it when I was trying to find this one on IMDb like a week oh, ago. And then I came across <laughs> the other one and they tapped it quickly because I was like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's just... <laughs> and then I'm like, it's not the same thing. <laughs> what is this? My eyes. Yeah, I've also never watched it. I've only heard the worst things. Thus, <laughs> I have not seen it. <laughs> But we talk a lot about video game adaptations and how difficult they are. Uh, We've had a couple attempts now at sort of either board games or tabletop games. Not too many, um, but yeah, they seem to be just as difficult to adapt. Any sort of game. Yeah, (laughs) like Battleship. Uh, that was also it a was. movie that happened. Oh, jeez. Okay. You know, Rihanna's in it. Rihanna's she is in, in it. it. Um, She's in it. She's good. I like the movie. It's campy. It's, it's not great, <laughs> but I have fun. Good. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun in games until they actually show the aliens, and I was like, ugh. Yeah. Poor Taylor Kitsch is in oh, it. Oh, boy. Taylor Kitsch and his post Friday Night Lights oh gosh, career. Liam Neeson um, was the dad, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a film. Um, yeah, you know, Liam, that's basically he been his mantra for a while now, I think. Just, just pay the bills. Just um, pay the bills. This is what, whatever they hand me, I'm, I'm down. Kind of like Nick Cage confessed <laughs> in uh, Unbelievable <laughs> Talent. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just about getting those bills paid. Thankfully, I don't feel like that was the mindset of anyone here in Dungeons and Dragons. They're they're definitely getting everything paid. (laughs) Yeah, they're getting everything paid. And if they are here to just pay the bills, they're still putting in a good Mm -hmm. time. Because I wouldn't put it past Hugh Grant for taking this role to pay the bills, but he's still going to show up and give us Mm -hmm. everything. We I still need. feel like I, w- I was genuinely surprised. I do feel like he did enjoy his time with it. I think he had fun yes. because he's also been he's very infamous for how he is on <laughs> red carpets and at least the interviews I've seen of him on the red carpets promoting this film. He actually engages in everything so I'd like to believe he, he was <laughs> it wasn't just a paycheck. Listen, at this point, I do think Hugh Grant could literally chew the scenery in his sleep. Like, I think this this is just his bag right now is over-the-top villain mm. era of Hugh Grant. And I'm here for it. I'm Paddington. loving over-the-top <laughs> villain era Hugh Grant. <laughs> Even earlier this year in um, the Guy Ritchie film, the Fortune Operation Fortune movie, chewing up that scenery in every single scene he's in. So I'm like, you know what? Get it, Hugh. Get it. But overall, we'll kick off with you, Josie. How did you feel about Dungeons and Dragons on Among Thieves? 
I will say I did enjoy my time with it. I was kind of scared. I tried to go in with zero expectations because, I mean, it had screened before. It was a South by Southwest and everything. And up to a certain point, it felt like everyone was seeing it before release. And I'm like, is this movie going to make any money? Why are you guys doing this? (laughs) That's what happens within the Heights. (laughs) And the Heights, they screened it so much. And then we saw what happened. But luckily, I went to an AMC preview screening, so that counts for ticket pricing and all that. Yes. So I did my part. <laughs> but again. Yeah, that's the good thing is I don't know that they were doing a ton of like the free advanced screenings. They did like three or yeah. four of those early like AMC investor, AMC early mm-hmm. preview, AMC early access. Yeah, so they did the- <laughs> all of which count for opening weekend. <laughs> and I went with a friend. So those are two tickets there. We contributed to the box office, but again, just no expectations. I didn't see that going back to the screening thing. I didn't see that many reactions online surprisingly. There were a couple from South by Southwest, but eh. So I didn't know what to expect and regardless, I had fun. I thought it was what it needed to be. Could it have gone further deeper into the lore and all that? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it just feels like we were getting a story with level one characters. So there's only so much you can get from them. All right. And Josie, just to clear this up where we all stand. Mm-hmm. I I am a non-player mm-hmm. that loves fantasy and watches The Legends of Ox Machina. <laughs> That's where I stand with my well, D&D. Josie, where, where do you stand? I'm on the same boat, but uh, switch out Vox Machina with uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> because I, I talked about this on another podcast because the person was like an avid player. And I'm like, listen, I didn't know Dungeons and Dragons existed until ooh, the streets of New York are on fire today. Okay, motorcycles. Oh, my. Um, they clearly play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> They're hyped. <laughs> but I didn't know about the game until Stranger Things because I do know a lot of people oh. that I grew up with that did play it, but most of my friends were guys and I guess girls didn't play D&D, so I didn't know about it. I, I, was, yeah, I, I also have like a friend D&D who's girl like boss. I didn't know about it. D&D until Stranger Things and my best friend loves it. She's an avid player and everything, oh. so I've learned a lot through her, but I myself have still yet to play the game. Though I do have a character. Yeah, my friend is like avid. She loves it. So she really kind of got me caught up. She's the one who got me to like give The Legend of Vox Machina a watch when it first was coming out. Cause she's a huge, she's a critter. She loves Critical Role. Um, and she, she also <laughs> really tried to get me to like, very, like participate. She's, seen, she's catching up. She's still not up to date, <laughs> but she's like religiously watching it in order. Yeah, I mean, they are very long episodes, so if you don't get on board, either you gotta just pick a point and get in, or that's a long catch-up journey. Those damn Critical Role episodes are insane. I know Uh. that when she's not (laughs) replying, like, if I message her or something, she doesn't reply, she's watching Critical Role. (laughs) But, yeah, so I I know quite a bit, I'd say, about it overall at this point, thanks to Leslie, but, Pat, you are actually a player. Yes, Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, okay, uh, we had to get a player yeah, in here. Uh, I've been a player uh, for about three years. Um, it was kind of something I started. Uh, one of my friends was really big into it, and he got me into it at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so I've been part of that campaign for like three years as a player, and then about a year ago, 
um, I started a campaign with the same group of people as the actual DM. So that's it's uh, it's a game I've really, really loved as I've been playing um, now that I've finally gotten into it these past few years. Uh, so we were all really excited for the movie. Um, the moment we saw the trailer, the whole D&D party, which is eight people total now, um, we all were like, we have to see this together. So we all went this morning, all of us. Um, and overall, I I really liked the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, loved a lot of the performances, a lot of the humor. It just was like a good time. People were laughing. Just It was fun. Um, I didn't love it the way I wanted to, which I can get into later, but I I enjoyed my time with the movie while I was watching it. I I think they did a good job. Like I think it's going to be a movie that people will watch who don't really know much about D&D and might get more interested in the overall world just from seeing kind of that this is something that's fun and that's the most important thing. It can be imaginative, it can be spontaneous, and I think the movie captured that overall pretty well. So I had a good time with it. Yeah, I also had a lot of fun. I was uh, I was hesitant to like really tell myself afterward because I'm a little bit of a fantasy movie apologist. <laughs> like other fantasy movies that people hate, I end up having mm. fun with. Um pretty much if it's fantasy nonsense put in front of me, I'm down. I'm down for a good time. I'm down to clown. Uh some of those early fantasy movies maybe not so much like the original D&D. I mean like if they go way off and are just a hot mess obviously. But y'all, I'm one of the few defenders of something like damn King Arthur. You hear me? Legend of Ooh. the Sword with Charlie yeah. Hunnam. So <laughs> I, I can get down with the mess uh, in the fantasy genre. So I knew I would probably have a good time with this. And I did. Um, I just was like, oh, I need to hear other people's thoughts because maybe I'm like just being my usual blind fantasy fan self. But I think it really comes down to the characters were just so fun to be with. Uh, if the characters weren't fun like this, the film doesn't work nearly as well. Obviously we have Chris Pine in this lead role as this bard and he's like at his peak Chris Pine franchise powers. As Josie said, we got those beautiful blue eyes that you just stare into the entire film. That always helps. But he's getting to be fun. He's getting to be funny. He's endlessly charming. And it harkens back to like some of the best Chris Pine roles in this type of way. Then we have Michelle Rodriguez, who always gets to be a badass. And she always delivers in everything she gets to be a badass in. But I actually wasn't anticipating her being like this deadpan humor that worked really well for me. I really enjoyed her and Chris Pine's dynamic. And I enjoy that they're like this platonic friendship. Uh, this male and female platonic friendship leading this campaign. It's so refreshing to get that. We do have, you know, love story elements with each of their characters, but having that at the center and then having like the familial bond be the, the like love that we mostly focus on. I thought was fantastic. And then Justice Smith, who <laughs> a lot of people give him a lot of flack, but Why? I think he's done well post Jurassic I world. Him. I love him. 
love him. I get excited. I watch films if he's in it. I don't know why. I just, yeah. I, I think he's fun. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I, yes, watch, I, watch, so I watched that movie because of him. <laughs> Not because of you. Yes. <laughs> no, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> that Justice Smith, I, I, will, no. I will cross but- a fiery bridge for that guy. <laughs> But yes, we live, and I thought he was great in this film. He was really well cast in this role. Sophia Lillis getting her time to shine in a post-it world, and she was great. I just wish maybe we got a little bit more of her. Um, She wasn't in the film quite as much as I would have hoped, especially because her character is so much like her power, Mm. obviously, is a lot of fun. Uh, (laughs) And... Uh, maybe it was the CGI budget. It was like, girl, we can't have you transforming too much. We don't got the budget oh, for all probably. that now, ma'am. But um, the owl bear looked looked tight. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, no, the owl bear was awesome. <laughs> yes, and then another person that I wish we had gotten more time with. I mean, I guess maybe he was like goaded in the movie, so we couldn't take him on the final battle because he would have just ended it all like quickly mm-hmm. but regime paul was our page sorry was such a surprise for me because i don't know him from too much other than obviously bridgerton and then the gray man he was like so bland and boring but here he was so much fun again kind of like with michelle rodriguez i wasn't anticipating him to be as funny as he was in this literal humor it reminded me a lot of like drax from the first guardians of the galaxy because i think they've taken drax's humor a little off the rails since that yeah, first that guardians first one, movie that's why um i compared Great. this movie to guardians because you could like match each person to a different character and not in a yeah. bad way. They still are managed to make it their own, but the archetypes are there, and I think they're very endearing, especially him, because he's such like you were saying with I didn't see the Greyman, but Regé Jean Page is just so known for being I don't want to say bland, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> but like his performances, he doesn't show that much emotion. He usually like. Beautiful gowns, beautiful yeah. gowns. That's the kind of energy he gives. He's gorgeous. So they used it. He's, he's they beautiful. Used it very well here because he, like, exactly what he gave us. It was appropriate for his character. Like, yes, you are a paladin. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So how'd you feel about the cast? I Pat? really loved him. Um, my one comp- not complaint so much is kind of what I wish they'd done. Um. I was a little sad that like all the main members of the group, like even though she was like a tiefling, um, they all looked relatively human. There wasn't like a mixture of like different kinds of uh, creatures that you can be in D and D as far as um, playable and tieflings typically, I mean, they're more demonic looking, which I didn't even really click with me in the trailers that she was yeah. meant to be a tiefling till she said so. Um, me too. And the fact they kind of kept the whole, like, she doesn't like humans, which is kind of a classic tiefling kind of thing in the the uh, the lore of the game. Um, I just kind of wish they had given her something more visually interesting than like, oh, she's got a couple horns and then like pops out her tail once. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was hoping they're, they're more like Nightcrawler from X-Men kind of looking like they kind of look like a demon. Um, so besides that, though, as far as the actual dynamics, I loved all the characters. I thought they all played. it. Was it Justice Smith that was a? an elf was he supposed to be an elf one of them had little elf ears they were not very prominent might have been him then um 
but yeah overall i thought they all did a great job i liked i loved what they did with michelle rodriguez i thought she for a movie that is once again um kind of doing some things that michelle rodriguez has done before like she's been the tough tough character she's been a character that has you know maybe been thought to be one way and been another but i think she was still brought something new and i think you're right larry i think it was the humor with her like the whole kind of her playing at deadpan but like being funnier than she typically is i thought worked really well for her um i i guess my one other thing as far as the like characters as i do wish we got a bit more um kind of establishment of their relationship with uh hugh grant before things kind of went bad because i was kind of trying to pick up the pieces of like how close were you with him like what was the relationship here before it it is what it is now but overall i thought the whole group brought something new and i think the guardians of the galaxy analogy is is pretty perfect honestly it's a group of misfits that uh you can really root for and care about yeah, I think that's always like such a thing with both fantasy and I guess board slash tabletop games when you try to adapt them to this medium is like it's wide open, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> like you you have so much ground and we always talk about that with video games, but at least video games give you that structure. Like they kind of tell you here's the yeah. story. Uh a D and D, I mean, it's literally it whatever anything, you want yeah. it to be. It could be literally anything. So trying to catch up new people on what is this world? What is the rules, basically? What are these people? What what are we dealing with? And also establishing characters quickly um, without making it just total exposition dump. Um, I thought they did a really fun job with the exposition, particularly, obviously, in that very first scene with Michelle Rodriguez and Chris Pine in jail. I thought that was a really fun way to give us their backstory real fast. At least Chris Pines. (laughs) Jarnathan. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved that twist. They give you a twist, Mm -hmm. like uh, this Jarnathan character that is a judge supposed to be walking in at any time. Uh, He's amazing. He really stole the movie. Absolutely. amazing um and that that let me know immediately not only with chris pines but with that jarnathan thing and this other judge who screams his name and the way they (laughs) film it let me know immediately that the film was in on all the jokes Mm -hmm. it was in on the tone it was ready to play ball it was ready to meet us where we were here and i think that's what also made it work is the film took itself seriously enough like it it wasn't a total mockery of the game it never felt like it was making fun of Mm. the game or the people who enjoy the game but it was so meta and self-referential about like the ridiculous things at one point Regé Jean's character is explaining these really convoluted rules and I just thought that was so funny (laughs) he's like talking about getting across this bridge (laughs) In the most ridiculous manner. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, you know, uh, very, feels very it, accurate. It is legitimately, there are DMs <laughs> that will create the most convoluted puzzles that are like, like the players have no idea how to figure it out. Like just stumped. <laughs> like I've been in a campaign where we're just like, can we just like move forward? Cause we can't get past this puzzle. 
And it was exactly <laughs> like that. It, it feels like that. It feels like there's just too many things to worry about that they I, that the DM has thought <laughs> through and it makes sense to them, but not to the players. So they captured that wonderfully. Yeah, and I think there's several moments throughout the film that give you like those type of winks mm. and nods to actually playing um not necessarily references to game stuff themselves which they obviously i mean obviously have throughout Mm -hmm. but more like the experience of being involved and having that meta humor infused i thought the action overall was a lot of fun it was exactly what it needed to be basically we have a good mixture of like fantasy action obviously with the mages battling it out our main villain is this very powerful magic wielder um and obviously those moments are fun we talked about the owl bear (laughs) when she pops out as this owl bear it's also a lot of fun um but then we also get like obviously anything with michelle rodriguez is much more grounded in like just straight up fighting uh (laughs) and they look great i think her action sequences look great as well what do you think about the action josie i thought it's such a disservice that this came out after john wick (laughs) (laughs) oh man what a high bar (laughs) i know because i saw immediately after john wick like the day after so oh yeah i think the sequences were fun and i was very entertained by them and i think they're visually pleasing but again it's just one of those things where you're just spoiled with like a five course meal with john wick and those shots (laughs) and the choreography that at times i was like wow we we've been a little bit deprived huh but regardless, um, I really did like Michelle Rodriguez's scene specifically. To me, she's the standout of the film. And I, I'm very happy you keep mentioning her because I absolutely loved her. She stole my heart throughout the entire film. I was just rooting for her through and through. And she even got a tear out of me towards the end. So I think she's the standout of this film. Because it's just... In a lot of ways, she's actually the heart, yeah. which is weird for that character. Like for her character, you don't really see it coming because they don't... They don't yeah. center her as like she's the heart she of the team everything. or anything. She has the humor, she has the action. It's delicious. She also has the great cameo that we're not going to spoil. <laughs> oh my God. Uh revolves around her character. I didn't realize it was that person. I, I kept staring at the screen like, <laughs> who is this? And then it like clicked. <laughs> I had no idea he was in this Nobody, movie and was like so shocked. <laughs> it was so no. good. <laughs> Uh, how'd you feel about the action? I liked a lot of it. I liked uh, how they captured a lot of the different spells and a lot of the, like just being able to like see some of the spells and just know like, Oh wow. That's chill touch that she used to like make the coffee, not blistering hot or whatever that you grant was all (laughs) upset about. Like it was, it was cool seeing how they interpreted a lot of it visually. I thought the the sequences were a lot of fun. I especially liked, um, what was this? There was a sequence with, uh, um, the druid characters uh, wild shaping through different animals, going through oh, different yeah. obstacles. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, so utilizing the actual like magic and stuff, and even just with Michelle Rodriguez, like you were saying, I thought everything was pretty imaginative. The dragon, the pudgy dragon, that whole sequence was so oh, just oh fun to watch. So it, it wasn't <laughs> like any like super standout action to me, but it was like fun, enjoyable. Um, set pieces i thought yeah it it worked Uh, 
And that just reminded me, that was another running gag that I loved, is them just telling Justice Smith to use magic yes. for everything. Like, <laughs> I felt like that was like the outsider poke and nod at uh, like how D&D players get it from us non-D&D players. <laughs> just use magic. Like, can't you just use magic to get out of anything? Yeah. What's going on here? Um, and then, yeah, what a great, like, <laughs> what a great subversion to have like this menacing dragon be so round um (laughs) you're expecting like smaug or or something one of the dragons from westeros to come out and it's just this really pudgy dragon sliding down the hill rolling around oh so good (laughs) and i loved him and i loved him yes well then the big part of this film is the family both your chosen family and then Chris Pine and his daughter obviously have this big family connection and I have to say I feel like this is not going to be the biggest case for everybody I kind of felt like the Chris Pine and his daughter stuff was the, one of the weakest aspects it of was. the film to me Agreed. Um, just because I don't know that we needed it I, I mean I guess we needed some sort of emotional anchor for his character like a driving force a motivation for his character to do the right thing uh, and to, <laughs> to be doing what he's doing um, but we just had so much that the daughter herself was very thinly developed um, and she was kind of just there as a purpose for Chris Pine's character rather than getting to be a fully fleshed character in and of her own right. She does have characteristics. She's not like completely void and she does play a good part in that emotional payoff with Michelle Rodriguez's character at the end. Um, But what were your biggest negatives here, Josie? I agree. It's that. um, I also, I don't want to be mean. And I'm not going to be mean. Um, uh, (laughs) You have all these, you Mm -hmm. have all these actors of such high caliber. And I really do think that maybe the reason she doesn't deliver as much as all these people could be because of that lack of development for her character and her arc because you, you just had so many people around and I was just more focused on everyone else instead of, his daughter so i think that's definitely one of the weakest parts or just one that stood out to me when i was watching the film and like being needed when it ended i was like okay i I would have eliminated this Mm -hmm. yeah i agree pat um so i would say one of the like little or weaker things for me was uh i thought after kind of they introduced sophina as like this very threatening um she kept she was a standout in like every scene she was in despite not saying much she had that incredible outfit that would change colors depending she'd have you know the whole secret hidden beneath um after all that i feel like she kind of got taken down pretty easily kind of it felt like an afterthought like oh yeah there's that person doing that thing up there like let's beat her real quick we'll like hulk smash her on the ground and we're good we're out um so i wasn't huge on how they kind of wrapped up the actual like main antagonist and they kind of introduced another element of another potential overarching antagonist that they just kind of forgot about after that one scene um but it's it's not really a negative so much the thing that holds this movie back for me though 
is I just don't feel like they took it quite as far in like from a meta emotional standpoint as I kind of wanted as a player of the game where I appreciate that it feels like a fun like one shot D&D session like with you got your set of characters it feels like you're in a fun fantasy world but I was hoping for something more along the lines of the Lego movie where there's like an extra bit of it beneath all of that that kind of shows you why people love this thing why they love d like why would why do they love D? like what's the what's really at the uh the heart of this board game and of these these stories and this ability to tell these stories um and i was hoping kind of for something like that whether that was incorporating a few more like actual like parts of it being a you know, a a tabletop RPG. I don't think I want to go so far as like, oh, the movie ends and we see it's a group of kids playing like that this was all them playing this game. But just something I think I needed more to make me feel. So you didn't want full Lego. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just something, it was missing just something to push it over the edge for me. Like I, it was a fun fantasy movie, but I needed like an extra bit of something to make me really go, oh, that was like a Dungeons and Dragons movie that, she like really loves that game. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that a lot of these aspects didn't feel that far off of fantasy right. film characters or uh, plots that we've seen before. So I, again, you're bringing in a perspective me and Josie don't have since we've never really played the game and we're not, we're not coming from that background. So <laughs> I have heard a lot of people complain about Sophina. Yes. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> Josie, you sound like you have thoughts. No, I totally agree. Uh, she was weak. I think the antagonist aspects of this film were on the weaker side. They mostly mm-hmm. focus on the adventure part of it. And it was fun. The obstacles were nice. And at times I did feel like I could hear a DM guiding everybody through this film i think they understood the structure but i wish our villains were stronger yeah i mean that's always a good point is that they i think they did a good job on the base level with both of the villains again you know hugh grant you just need to give him any material (laughs) and let him go ham and he makes it entertaining, you know, and that's, that's exactly what he does. Cause they don't give him much to work with here, but he grabs what he's given and just hams it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As for Sophina, they give her like the base of something really cool. Obviously she's has all these amazing powers. They establish her as a hyper high level, very powerful magic wielder. And her look is so cool. Like you said, she's, I mean, she steals the scene just by standing in the room because she's so striking to look at. Uh, But once we get towards the end, it it falls into that fantasy or hero trope, really, of, oh, they've been super duper powerful this entire film. (laughs) And our characters aren't really bringing all that much extra to the table. (laughs) But suddenly we're on an even playing field. What what happened? I don't know, but here we are. I wish, uh, wish uh, Reggie Jean Page had stayed longer. Agreed. Yes. Which I, I will see, say, and at least been out for a bit. People, if you want to see this film for him, and you have yet to see it, I'm so sorry. Oh. He's not in it that much. 
He's literally like a side quest mm-hmm. character. Like they meet him on. He's, the he's side yeah, quest. he's an NPC he, for sure. <laughs> he, he's there to help them do that, and then you move on. And see, if maybe if he had been in that last battle, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been more believable because he was super powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and that, uh, that I think that's uh, I just love every like everything they did with his character. I loved so. Much. Yeah, he needed to show up again because <laughs> uh, it was so unexpected. Like this funny, weird healer, like Buddhist, <laughs> religious type of character, but is also a super badass. Like it's just it, he was great. But I feel like yeah, at the end of the day, the story is pretty baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty you know your standard fantasy adventure type of story and maybe if they had gone and leaned more maybe they should have had like an actual dm um maybe they should have brought in you know one of the the better critical role dms um over to just kind of give the story a punch up of that dnd like flair and flavor Mm -hmm. Um, but it seems that the movie is making a lot of money this weekend. It over jumped estimations for 38 million, which is great. Um, so hopefully if we do get a sequel and they are able to continue, you know, maybe they, now that we've gotten the, the normies involved and we got them hooked in with the first fun movie, maybe the sequel can, can give us a little bit more, can dive into that D and D specificity uh, a little bit further <laughs> i don't know we'll see I, you can never have too much faith in mm, hollywood I, I want more though i definitely i want more with these characters i know that you can you know go to an entirely new set of characters because you know every D campaign can be completely different so, but i want these characters just in a new adventure <laughs> Please. And give us more time with some of the characters that weren't able to get fleshed out because, you know, that's the thing with having a full cast here is, well, we don't have five hours. We're not Martin Scorsese, so we don't have time to flesh out everyone's backstory. But we want more Regine. <laughs> you hear us? And we want more Jonathan. We want more Jonathan, for sure. <laughs> Jonathan must return. <laughs> <laughs> but any final thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves, Josie? Yeah, again, I'll, 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 I'll say it. It'll leave you wanting more. We deserve more. We deserve more films. Um, and hopefully a little spinoff following Doric, because she was great. And I think a little comment on that. I feel like maybe they didn't paint her purple or red because then we would have gotten kind of like a Gamora feel and they were already getting the Dungeons and Dragons comparisons. That's fair. That's totally so fair. So I'll, I'll give them that benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved her. Oh, maybe also because if they did paint her, then, you know, the Christian parents would have been like, no. But also <laughs> yeah, like, but that's, that's just classic d d No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Eddie Munson died right. because of it. <laughs> but yeah, it'll leave you wanting more. It's entertaining. It's humorous. Give it a chance. I'm pretty sure you're going to like it. All right. And Pat, final thoughts? Uh, just super fun movie. Um, I hope they get a chance to do more because I'd love to see maybe them even be like a little bit bolder with uh, kind of incorporating D&D elements into it. They did a lot of basic stuff. That it felt very much like an introductory 
uh, thing. So whether it's with these characters or a whole new world and a whole new cast, you know, I, I would love to see them take on more aspects of the game and translate it over into film. I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh, this was a good time. It was just a really fun movie to go watch with your friends and just laugh and enjoy. So I think it was a success and I hope it does really well at the box office. Yes, I think we all agree. Please go see this so that we do get a sequel because we really want one. It's a lot of fun. Don't go in expecting high cinema um, or particularly like high fantasy. You know, don't expect Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. You know, it's this is like a pulpy, fun fantasy adventure that has lots of laughs and a fun cast of characters. It's definitely a good time at the movie theater. So go check it out. See Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. You get three recommendations from two non-players and a player right here. So everybody agrees. It's it's fun. Give it a shot. Go. <laughs> so that was our review for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Josie, why don't you let people know where they can find you across the internet? You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. And also the Dungeons and Dragons theme keeps sharing videos of their special effects and their practical effects. So go ahead and follow them. Perfect. And Pat, where can folks find you? You can find you? me on Twitter at this Pat guy, And you can also follow me on YouTube. My channel is called Agamotto. Perfect. And you can find me at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube as well as Instagram and then Chili Boy YT on Twitter. And of course, make sure you are following the Cinemania World page at Cinemania World across all social platforms. Thank you all so much for listening to our review today. We'll be back soon as lots of trailers and news is dropping over the next several days plus i'm sure we'll have something for super mario brothers so just make sure you're following us so you see the next time we upload a video thanks for listening and we'll see you next time bye